0: One thing that I always have been able to depend on and rely on is my work ethic. My work ethic and my ability to execute quickly. Yet, for some reason, during this time where everyone's being shut down because of the coronavirus hitting the world globally, and shelter-in-place orders coming to be, you're not able to leave your home, I'm noticing for some reason, in the midst of everything kind of happening and the transitions going on, there was a, an inability to act. There was an inability to take action surrounding me, and I just could not figure out why I wasn't able to move forward with the ideas coming to my mind, the desires of my heart. What happened? Well, I learned one truth That has shifted so much. One truth that has allowed me to begin speaking to you right now. Welcome back to Day by Day with Holy Spirit. I'm your host, Shane Gerhard. Let's get started. Welcome to Day by Day with Holy Spirit. My name is Shane Gerhard and I have been developing my gift of hearing Holy Spirit's voice for almost seven years now. Over those years, I've had some amazing success, but I've also made a lot of mistakes and had a lot of failures. But each time I fail, I turn to Holy Spirit and see what He has to say. This podcast gives you a look into my life as I walk out my successes and my failures with my relationship with Holy Spirit. Let's get started. Now, I was very fortunate when I began my walk as a Christian because I began to experience God in a way that so many others were not around me. See, I wasn't in a church when I came to the Lord. I, didn't, I wasn't a part of a community that was actively pursuing Jesus. I was by myself. I was dating a girl. We had another woman that my mother brought in to care for because there was marital issues going on in their house. So she's like, come stay with us. So she was a Christian. The girl I was dating was pursuing Jesus as well. Those are the only two influences I had in my life. I didn't have another community to go around. But I got to experience God in such a way that still I am yet to begin seeing in new believers. Now, I was talking with God about that recently and one of the pieces that he ex- was explaining to me is that the shift in my walk with him wasn't that I began to hear his voice. It wasn't that I began to talk to him. He said, "Jane, the reason you had such a pivotal shift in your walk is that you recognized that I was there with you." Now, so many Christians go about their life. They believe in God. They know he's there. They just don't think he's right there. They just don't think that when they res- say something to him, he's going to be right there in that room with them ready to respond. They know he's out there. They pray a prayer hoping it'll reach him. But Bible says that when you pray, when you speak out to him and you believe that he hears what you're getting and he's receiving it, your, your prayers will be answered. All these different aspects of revealing in scripture that he hears us when we speak. But what he was telling me is that I recognized That he was there. He was in that room with me. That was the pivotal shift. And when you recognize that someone is there with you, you have a pull to acknowledge them in some way or another, right? I mean, think about it. If you're in your room or your office or the living room or wherever you may be, if someone walks in, wouldn't you acknowledge them? Wouldn't you say, hey, how was your day? How are you doing? Like, what can I do for you? What's up? But how rarely would you just sit there and not even acknowledge them? Let them come in, start sitting at your desk, messing with stuff, sitting around, sit on your bed, go in your closet. You would say something, right? But how many times... Do we go into a place of prayer or we're sitting there trying to pray to God, but we we never acknowledge him? We're talking at him rather than with him. And so that was the pivotal shift is I recognize that he was there. And if I recognize that he's there, then I'm going to acknowledge and speak to him with the expectation that they're going to respond to me, that he is going to now speak to me. That was the pivotal shift. Now, I didn't always hear his voice very clearly. That's not something that I always went after because I didn't know he was available yet. What I used to do is I used to take my Bible and I would ask him a question. And then I would hold it so where the pages on the out the outer rim were facing me. And I close my eyes, and in my imagination, I'd see my Bible there in my hands, and I'd wait for a gold line to appear. So I'd ask the question, I take my Bible, wait for the gold line to appear, then I open the Bible where that was. And then I'd see these golden squares pop around the Bible all over the pages. And I'm like, just watching that in my imagination. I wait for it to stop. When it stops, I open my eyes and bam. I kept getting the answers to my questions every time. Every time that I did that exercise, I began to get my answer. I was interacting with him that way. Then I began to hear his voice. It was a slight little whisper in the back of my head that was so minimal, I thought it was my conscience. I literally thought it was my conscience telling me the right thing or the wrong thing. It wasn't until I got in an argument with God that I recognized that I was even speaking with God. Now, I was in a Burger King drive through because it was 100 plus degrees. I think it was 105, maybe even 110 degrees. I was a 1993 Ford Explorer on its way out the door. I think it has been a month or two before the engine just kaput. And I'm sitting there. My AC is not working. And I put Freon in it. I had been trying to work on that thing. It, nothing. I mean, I'm not a mechanic or anything. I'm just trying to do the basics. And nothing's working. I'm hot. And I'm in the burger cutting line waiting to get some two cups of ice water. I'm like, come on. And I am just sitting there. There's a person in front of me. I'm like, hurry up. And then I look over to my right, and I see this shopping cart. A shopping cart belonged to a supermarket that was a good walk away. It was about maybe 100 yards or more, like a a little bit longer than the length of a football field. And I'm sitting there, and I see it, and I hear him say, I want you to bring it back. Bring it back to there. I'm like, no. (laughs) No, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to bring that back. He's like, no, I want you to. I want you to bring it back. I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to bring this back. Like It's hot. Like Do you understand? X, Y, Z. So no. He's like, yeah, but I want you to do it. I'm like, yeah, but X, Y, Z, no. And he's like, do it. (laughs) And it just clicked in that moment. I'm like, wait a minute. Who am I arguing with? I'm arguing with God. It just hit me, just bam, like I'm hearing him. But what I did is I took the cart back. Now, the whole reason I'm even bringing up is that I started encountering him in these ways, but I was always obedient to him. And I began to perceive visions, open visions, and I would see these things. It was like a TV, a flat screen TV would just pop up in front of me, and i just see a vision all over the place. And when I started hearing his voice more and more and more, I just started being obedient to it. I started being obedient every single time. I would go to church, and during worship, he would speak to me and say, hey, I want you to speak to three different people. I'm going to tell you what to tell them. And so I would look for those people. I'll go tell him what he told me to tell him. And I started getting these amazing results. I didn't understand what I was telling people. I would just repeat it. And some people would start crying. Some people would just acknowledge, like, wow, that's just right on time. Like, how'd you know this? I'm like, I don't know. I just heard it from God. And I remember one day it was amazing because I was still just like, "Ah, I hope this works. (laughs) And one day he's like, hey, see that man right there? I want you to, I want you to tell him to stay in the book of Job. So I'm like, okay. So I go up to him, I walk up, and I say, hey, man, uh, I know this may sound really crazy, but I felt like I heard God saying that you're supposed to stay in the book of Job. He's like, whoa, I literally just finished reading the book of Job. And that's when my confidence was like, oh my gosh, I heard correct. I was like, stay in the book of Job. Stay in the book of Job. The confidence comes when you know you're right. And I'm like, well, here we are now. (laughs) And so I started experiencing him this way. And I started encountering his love. My body would shake when his presence would show up. I would see visions. I would hear him so clearly and speak it out to certain people. And so people began to come up to me all the time saying, hey, How do you do this? How are you experiencing this? They're like, I've been a Christian for 10, 20 years. I'm not even experiencing that. I'm like, all I know is that I'm obedient to what he has given me. That's all I know. That's all I have. When I lay my hands on the sick and they recover, that glory is not my glory. They're healed because what Jesus did on the whipping post. Christ purchased their healing on the whipping post. And so the glory of every person being healed belongs to Christ alone. But what I can take credit for is my obedience. When I hear him speak to me and I act on what I believe him and hear I hear him saying, for instance, I remember going out to Florida. I remember it was March of 2017 and, I was in a group of a room and the Holy Spirit's presence was so there. It was like, you know when you, you you close your eyes and you can feel someone walk up behind you? Now imagine if like five people walked around and they surrounded you. You're just like, yep, there's someone like right here. It was like that, but it just filled the room. And I remember hearing him so clear. He's like, hey, you're going to move to Florida. I'm like, what? Nah, you crazy. <laughs> and he kind of just left it at that. And it was months later that I'm talking with a friend of mine. And he's like, I know he hears the voice of God. I trust him in that area. And then we're on the phone. He just cuts me off mid-sentence. And he's like, you're not supposed to be living in California anymore. You need to move to the East Coast. He's like, I, I don't know which state it is, but he named out three states. And one of them was Florida. And I'm like, oh, man, okay. I'm going to do this. So I sold all my belongings, sold my car. I ended up finding a condo that was fully furnished out in Florida, sight unseen. I knew absolutely no one, but I just did it because that's what I felt the Lord was asking me to do. Now, I didn't know why. I don't always need to know why. I found out why after I did it. I didn't find out why before I did it. Knowing why before is not that important to me. I do like to know why afterwards, but it's not the end game. If I never find out why, that's okay. For instance, when I was out there, I think it was five, six months in, I'm like, what am I doing out here? He's like, you're learning how to mature. You know, It was about, it was about three to four months in because I remember from that moment, I started acting on the purpose of me being there. I remember asking him, I was like, why am I here? He's like, you're supposed to mature. And I'm like, what do you mean mature? And he, he's like, you need to learn how to do your laundry. You need to learn how to do your dishes. You need to learn how to clean up your home and make it presentable at all times. And that's what I began to do. I would be going in bed, and from that moment out, I, I knew why I was there. And he, he's like, uh, get up. There's dishes in the sink. I'm like, no, I'm in bed. And he's like, no, get up. You need to do this. And that was our relationship there. But I didn't know that going in. I didn't know, I didn't know a single person. I didn't have a job set up. I, I did sight unseen place. And here's one thing that was really cool is two years prior, back in 2015, I was in Ikea and I decided to walk around for the first time. And as I'm walking through, I'm in these modeled rooms. And I sit down in this one spot, and it it looked cool. It just looked like a bachelor pad for a man, just a single man, just bachelor pad style, black leather furniture everywhere, black coffee table, bookcase, a nice TV, just out in like a sky rise kind of style. And he's like, I want to give you your own fully furnished place to live. At the time, I was living with about five guys, so I'm like, yes, (laughs) that sounds amazing. It wasn't until two years later that I'm laying in my bed in Florida. The first night, I, I hadn't even slept there yet. That was I was going to bed for the first time there. My eyes just shot open. And I'm like, oh my. I went out into the living room just to double check. It was the same layout as the Ikea store. It was a fully furnished condo that I moved into. I didn't even recognize it. I didn't put the two together until that night. It was black leather furniture. It was low to the ground, just like in the Ikea spot. It was black coffee table, black dining room table, black uh, bookcase, everything. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is it. The promise has been fulfilled two years later. I was like, yeah, all right. I think I'm supposed to be here. (laughs) All right, let's do this. And it was all from Ikea. All the furniture was from Ikea. All of it. I'm just sitting there amazed. But all this to say is I began to just obey consistently. I would just always go out. I would, When I heard, I would obey. But for some reason in this season, I wasn't. You know how many times he told me to do an episode, a podcast episode? It's been months since my last one. He kept on telling me, and yet I was just stagnant. I wasn't moving. I wasn't doing anything. I'm like, what is happening right now? Why? What is going on? I remember pushing in. I'm like, dude, why Why am I not even spending time with you? I used to spend so much time with him every single day and I'm not even giving him 10 minutes. Why? And he's like, you know why? Because you're distracted. You're constantly distracting yourself. And the more you give into distractions, the more you're going to become distracted because it'll be easier to respond to things that you've given yourself into. Oh, Did I do, did I make a change from that point on? No. I just kept going on. I even did an episode. I did an episode a couple months ago, but I never published it. I never put it out there. And I was sitting there like, why am I not putting this out? Why am I not? Why have I stopped publishing on Facebook? Why have I stopped making stories? Why have I stopped making pictures for Instagram? What is going on? Why am I not pushing this forward? I just didn't know why. I was like, oh. I felt so inactive. I felt so st- like a stagnant. And I'm, I'm like, what is happening? It wasn't until I was with someone, someone special to me yesterday. And I'm sitting there. And I'm telling her this. I'm like, what is going on? Like, I don't know what's up with the season. I have not been obedient. I've my work ethic has not been there. I've not been able to build out my dreams. I've been able to, I, I've been working consistently for other people, building up their company. But when it comes to my own, I'm in I'm taking inaction. I'm like, why? I love this because the first response is like, let's just ask Holy Spirit. Ask him right now. I mean, that's the key right there. Having people around you that push you to Holy Spirit. That could be one of the key answers in the season that we're in right now with everything going on in the world. Currently, there's riots, protesting, the fear of coronavirus. How much better do you think things would be if you pushed into Holy Spirit during this season? If every person at the protest pushed into Holy Spirit, if every person in politics pushed in the Holy Spirit, if every person who's on lockdown pushed in the Holy Spirit, be a bit different. So I did. I sat there. I didn't even have to say anything to Holy Spirit. The moment I just turned my attention to Him, the moment. Have you ever done that? Have you ever been in this position where you're working and then someone comes up to you with a problem or anything like that? They, they, you love that person, you care for them, or and you turn to them, and now you're not no, you're no longer working on your work, but you're focused on what them. You're focused on their what's going on in their life. Child comes up to you, you all attention to them, or vice versa. You're with a person, then something pops up with work, and you switch over to that mindset. It was the same thing. I switched my focused to Holy Spirit. And he just spoke to me. I didn't even have to ask him the question. And he says, you know why? It's because you don't think that you are worth being listened to. Oh. <laughs> this whole time, man, I've been so stagnant and pushing out the podcast because somewhere inside me, I believe that my voice was not worth listening to. I was deceived, believing a lie. I was like, show me the truth. What is the truth? And he just spoke over me. "Your, Your voice is worth being heard. And it felt as if someone took a giant key and put it into my chest and turned it. And the gears just came forward. It's like all the pieces that were sticking out were placed properly. Like a Jenga set with all the sticks coming out that's not perfectly thinned. Like you couldn't put the box over it. It's like they put it perfectly together, and you could slide the box right over the Jenga. It was like all that just came right in, and it just opened up. And I felt a shift, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. It was real. When the Holy Spirit speaks to you, it changes you. You know, one of his main reasons of being on earth is to lead you into all truth. This is a piece I was believing a lie, so He brought me into all truth, and here I am bringing an episode to you the very next day. Not only that, I did the same episode. I, I recorded the same episode, found out that the sound didn't work. If this had been a week ago, I would just whatever. I'll I'll do it another day. But I was like, no, let's do this. Let's get this done. It's back because I'm no longer believing a lie, but I'm operating in truth because of the Holy Spirit. So I want to challenge you. Go to Holy Spirit and ask him the question, what lie am I believing? Or if you're in a hard spot, what is preventing me from moving forward? What's holding me back? What's in my way? Press into him and receive these answers. Thanks so much for tuning in to Day by Day with Holy Spirit. I'm your host, Shane Gerhard. I'll see you next time. Hey, thanks so much for listening to Day by Day with Holy Spirit. If you're enjoying what you're listening to, make sure to subscribe to this podcast. And if you want more content, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at DBD with Holy Spirit. See you there.